This show is very not safe for work. The works being read do not represent the views of the hosts or guests. This show is a roast and should not be taken seriously. David. What? What's MRAP stand for? Massive rad ass package. Okay. (laughs) We're talking about the pot patrol. Yeah, and they're talking about the massive rad ass package. Yeah. (laughs) It's Friday Night Fan Fiction Season 12. Super hilarious, mega funny intro bumper or whatever. Hi, everybody. This is last week's David This Week. I had to re-record my entire part. I hope Steve's made it seamless. He's the only one who can... Oh, I've just been informed that he hasn't. I'm sorry. Please accept my apology and remember to donate to the compound fund so we can go move to a place where we can all see each other face to face and only have to have one microphone. Make that happen. Please make it happen. Sincerely, last week, David, tonight, out. Hello, David. Hello. Of course you would have the horse, uh, the uh, wolf horn. Xavier learned what a wolf does, like what sound a wolf makes, and he giggles each time I do it. He also loves when I do an eagle. And then uh, when I do a pigeon. Because that's the pigeon noise. Which Steve cannot do. Of course steve can't do a pigeon. The holes aren't big enough. I worry about him sometimes. <laughs> sometimes is nice. <laughs> what? No, the other time is just filled with a different kind of worry. <laughs> this kind of worry. Oh, oh. Ah, yes. I'm very giddy tonight. Good. This is Friday Night Fan Fiction. I'm your host, Steve-O. Joining me are David, Logan, Valerie, and Sean, who are the only people that ever really regularly join me. Mostly Val in the shower, but the first fanfic we're reading is called Palentine's Day. Oh. I believe this is a Trolls fanfic. The movie? Like... The doll. Oh, I see. Oh. Ah, awful hair. The new Trolls, not (laughs) the old ones that had the crazy hair. They've always had crazy hair. That's kind of their thing. Yeah, but they're dressed and more curvy. Wait, more curvy? Yeah. Yeah. They gave the trolls boobs? Some of them, yeah. Oh, dear. <laughs> Big old huge honks. <laughs> yeah, they thick with two Cs. Yeah, no, this is Trolls the movie. Trolls the kind that my friends got mad at me, like, ruining the hair of. My brother did that. My brother wanted to see synthetic hair, how it burns, and melted, like, half my sister's... That's fucking psychotic. (laughs) (laughs) Was, but he got better. This is Palentine's Day by N-Pussy. Summary. (laughs) N-Pussy? N-Passy. E-N-P-A-S-I-I. Or N-Pussy. Is that better? Not pussy? No. Summary, Poppy forgot to add the branch card to the rest of the cards, preventing him from attending his first Palentine's Day. Fortunately, she had a brilliant idea to make him happy that day. I just needed to double check that this said rating explicit. Yeah, suck off my troll curves. Your extra thick troll (laughs) curves. Yeah, isn't that how it works? But I want the gummy bear on my (laughs) pee-pee. No, they gotta take away the heels from the green M&M so we can't have that sexiness. (laughs) 
How is Logan going to get his big dick wiener worm? Yeah, how am I supposed to get my big dick wiener worm without the sexy green M&M? There's okay, a lot of hentai what? out there, Logan. A lot of hentai. Either that or you're racist. What? Oh, I'm racist? Then Wait how come minute. I find Hold- the green M&M sexy? Wow. Can Checkmate. I- can I speak, please? I guess. Yes. I did- Will the Council 3 allow it? <laughs> what? I vote no. <laughs> I also vote no. What rug have I been living under? What are they doing to the green M&M? So on Fox News recently, Tucker Carlson said that his big dick wiener worm can no longer get hard thanks to the green M&M not having sexy effeminate heels. Heels being like, you know, the pointy shoe. Yeah, she's no longer feminine enough that Tucker Carlson wants to bang her. (laughs) Feminine enough? Yeah. Because they gave her flats. You really wanted to just bend that M&M over and just cream all over that chocolate. <laughs> yeah. I was going to say, that's a really weird swerve. Yeah, that happened. Yeah. I'm I'm having trouble accepting that this is reality. Unfortunately, it is. Can I go back to reading about Palatine's Day? <laughs> no, by all means, man. I'll read away. <laughs> A beautiful day was beginning, Palentine's Day. Poppy was getting ready for her speech for the very morning to the whole Trollstopia. Poppy had been awake since 6am and was sleepy, which wasn't good for her, especially since at 12am she had to tell trolls what Palentine's Day was. Well, thank you, maybe you can enlighten us. And what to do on that day. Hashtag free Palentine's Day. I'm already emotionally fragile right now because I found out that Less Than Jake is selling NFTs. <laughs> Who the fuck is Less Than Jake? Yeah, who's Less Than Jake? Some old punk band. Yeah. A ska band out of Florida. With one hit. What did you fucking expect? They're a ska band. <laughs> yeah, from Florida. <laughs> no, a ska band from Florida only has one modus operandi and it's that. Oh, this is why you're insisting we shill for the FNFTs. Yeah. Yeah, because if we shill for the FNFTs, we're going to win all of the money <laughs> from the stupid ska-wearing people. I don't want to be one of those Twitter side stories. It's like, these five guys were making no money with their podcast. Then they made $60,000 million selling NFTs and now own a missile silo in Kansas. That's the dream. <laughs> yeah. I'm sorry, guys. I lost my boobs. <laughs> <laughs> and we should buy that missile silo. Absolutely. Like, dude, it's 6,500 square feet, and then they're going to make a movie about us making our money in a biopic type situation, and I'm going to be played by David Tennant. <laughs> David played by David Tennant. Would I be played by Steve Buscemi? That's right. And Logan, you'd be played by Logan Jackman. <laughs> Is there a Logan Jackman? Yeah. Hugh Jackman that played Logan, a.k.a. Wolverine. Oh, okay. He's Logan, yeah. I thought we were, like, going to cut his face off and put my face on it. Oh, Jesus, no. Oh, we're going to do face off? No, it's going to be Photoshop style. Yeah, for real. It works. Who's going to play Sean and who's going to play me? Well, what actors are named Sean? Uh, uh, Connery? I don't know. No, wait. he's Sean Connery's dead, dude. Yeah, he can weaken if Bernie's him. <laughs> okay, Sean is played by Sean Astin, so he's Samwise Gamgee. All right. <laughs> okay, I'm down with that. Cool. Logan actor. I don't. I don't know. It just pulls up Hugh Jackman. <laughs> Hugh Jack off. 
That's clearly what this says. Not Jackman. There's a Logan Lerman. Logan yeah, I was going to say, Logan Lerman is the first thing that comes up. What the fuck is Logan Lerman? What's he been in? Uh, Percy Jackson. Playing the title role in Percy Jackson. No. <laughs> oh, no. He's too young. Too young. <laughs> Try again. Logan Ramsey was... Oh, he died. <laughs> <laughs> Gordon Ramsey's younger brother. Oh, damn, lol. Yeah, we'll have him do it. <laughs> now, Logan Donovan, he was in Grey's Anatomy. But yeah, but Who was he in Grey's Anatomy? Let me see. We are so far off the course. The island is so far away now. <laughs> mm. <laughs> the one we're building out of the oil rig. No, we were going to build it out of the missile silo that we posted recently. Yeah, I know, but I just said the island is so far behind us. It's so far away. So we're out in the middle of the ocean. Is there Are there missile silos in the middle of the ocean? Yes. I'm going back to the story. Nobody wants to know about Palatine's Day. We wonder who plays Logan. He was in Magnum P.I., oh Sister my God. Swap, The Sleepover. Yeah, but who was he in Grace Anatomy? <laughs> yeah. I'm, I'm looking at... Palatine's Day just... It, it's not going to happen this year, guys. <laughs> he was in Masters of Sex. Who was the Master of Sex? <laughs> he was Brad Parker in Grey's Anatomy. That doesn't help, actually. And it, he was in one episode. Well, then that does that barely counts. Yeah, I know. He's not a real actor, then. Hey, maybe he got a sandwich out of it. I doubt that. From craft services? He snuck into the craft services room. <laughs> <laughs> pa okay, Palentine's Day. Oh, why stop now, Steve? As she read all the notes she and Branch had prepared earlier, she to see if she was well prepared, Poppy noticed a blue heart on her desk. Asked a skier card? She asked herself, slowly picking up the card and opening it. When she opened it, her heart stopped. Get the crash cart. Call Dr. Gray of Gray's Anatomy <laughs> to call him. There was a branch photo stuck to the blue card. Poppy made all the cards and clearly, and she clearly had to forget about that one card. Are we expected to know these characters? Yeah. Uh, I think Poppy is the pink one <laughs> and Branch is the blue one. She was angry with herself for forgetting best friend. Parentheses. Bad is an understatement. She was furious with herself. And parentheses. She knew that all the cards mm. were, <laughs> were already sealed and ready to be dealt. And she wouldn't be able to add another card right now. This is the first of Branch's Palentine's Day. How could I have let this happen? How will I look him in the eye now? Why does he only have one? <laughs> <laughs> what am I supposed to do now? She sat on her bed Slightly bending the heart-shaped piece of paper and wondering what to do to get Branch to attend the event too, especially since a few days earlier he had been very excited to be his first Palentine's Day. This is exasperating. Please tell me that we can buy the domain whatispalentinesday.com so that we can be a good resource on the subject. Marlbororeds.com slash supermega. <laughs> Sorry, they have dot supermega domains now? I mean, the night's still young. Okay, so Palentine's Day. After a while, she lay down on the bed holding the same piece of paper over. It was around 9 a.m., and she had completely forgotten that she had to get ready to speak to the trolls. 
At that moment, she didn't care, only that how to tell Branch that he wouldn't be able to celebrate with the others because of her. Parentheses, especially since it was his first Valentine's Day. I guess I told you that already. End parentheses. Oh, good. <laughs> so great. Yeah, yeah, I was really confused. <laughs> Lol. What is uh, the celebration again? I didn't catch. <laughs> I think it's Valentine's Day. Palin what? <laughs> no, it's Arbor Day. No, it's Veterans Day. <laughs> Every day is Veterans Day. Didn't you know? Yeah, of course. <laughs> Not again! Yay! Come back! <laughs> Tears sprang to her eyes and a soft Boing. sob escaped her throat. <laughs> that was like three hairs away from bear. It's a strawberry. And you got to do like old school Mexican wrestler strawberry. Oh, it's a church. Look at the church. And it's a troll down now. Did you clean out your braces today? Oh, good. Oh, la, 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 la. <laughs> I will accept no more Palentine's Days unless Strong Bad is somehow involved. <laughs> After a dozen or so minutes, Poppy got out of bed and wiped her eyes. The branch... The branch? <laughs> what are you talking about? <laughs> <laughs> right, but you said we couldn't go there. <laughs> oh no, it's Strong Grad. It's a good thing the branch. <laughs> oh my god uh, oh no Steve-o. what monday what about monday xavier monday morning what about him so we were doing the whole money thing and xavier kept hearing it and then started saying it and he wasn't saying it like money he was saying it like money money <laughs> I don't know about you, but I'm going to still call it the Washington football team and not the Commanders. <laughs> Where are we going with all? Okay. Soft sob. The branch was one of the most important trolls in her life, and she was not going to leave him like that, especially since it was her fault and she had remorse. She was going to go to him and ask him herself if she would become his palantine. And then some squiggly ASCII water. <laughs> and on the backing playlist, it just started playing Hawaiian music. <laughs> <laughs> the road. Oh, damn it. I thought that said the road to the bunker. Like, <laughs> in, like you really eagle. won that campaign. <laughs> Is it like the eagle's nest? Is it like Hitler's bunker? <laughs> well, keep reading. Oh, the road to the branch bunker was quite long because he lived. There you go. On the outskirts of Trollstopia and led through a dark forest. Poppy didn't quite like going there, but even though it was the lo- was a long way, it was also the shortest way to his bunker. It was the shortcut the trolls had trod while going to Branch for help. Since Branch regained his color, wait. Yeah, he's a part of the gang. Are there troll movies that we're? There are quite a few troll movies. Yes. I think there's... There are two. Series two? Yes. There are two. I honestly didn't know this. You now know. Yeah, because you've only been a parent for like a year and your child can't even process TV shows yet. Mm. Uh, He likes Shaun the Sheep. No, your child likes to watch moving colors on a screen. It has nothing to do with what's on in there. (laughs) My child likes to watch sheep do silly things in claymation. 
and dogs that play the drums. He Is also showing him likes- Sean the Sheep? Yes. He loves Sean the Sheep. That's who I want to play me in the movie instead. Yeah, I, I'm sure that he gets the humor of Sean falling flat on his face after missing a kite. No good. What's a kite? Like the thing that flies in the air? No, I'm role-playing your son in this scenario. Oh, <laughs> Logan never role-play as my son. I do it all the time. Steve. <laughs> Daddy. Father. Father. <laughs> Bring to me sustenance. Butel. Why, Xavier, what giant deep voice you have. Oh I require God. mushed carrots and a whole chicken. I desire a bean burrito. He eats schnitzel and parm orzo. Yeah. What bougie son you've got. That's basically mush. Father, listen as I play you the song of my people. I, I gotta I gotta tell you, Steve, Schnitzel is not as cultured as you think. <laughs> Anyways, back at the bunker. It was the shortcut the trolls had trod while going for Branch's help. Since Branch regained his colors, he really tried to help trolls in order to make up for the time he had wasted sitting for over 20 years in solitude and darkness a few meters underground. The troll was canonically dead for 20 years? Yeah. Wow. The fuck? Well, not dead, but, you know, <laughs> gone, M.I.A., which for kids <laughs> is still she- the same thing. <laughs> the more Poppy thought about it, the more she felt sorry for Branches, so she hastened her steps as she still wanted to be in time for the speech. The road to his house was about 15 to 20 minutes from her house, and the weather was always favorable when she went to him, so she had time to think what to say to him. She had to choose her words very carefully because she didn't want to hurt his feelings even more or their friendship parentheses or maybe even a boyfriend, but they both acted like friends towards each other, so rather she didn't want to lose a friend. <gasps> um, Remember when this show used to be about brown diabetes? <laughs> Should we go to something else? Hang on. Hang on. I'm scrolling just, down. Just look further. There's a kiss. Yes, there's a kiss. Unzip the dress. Blah, held his penis. Blah, 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 blah. There is sex. That's eh, pretty standard stuff. Okay, then let's go with, uh, no, not that one. Oh, let's pick out a nice little snippet. Poppy let out a loud scream that spread through the bunker. Branch ignored it, slipped out of her, then again, with all his male strength, crashed <laughs> into her tight, li- her little tight pussy. This time, the scream was louder, and Poppy dug her nails into his back with such force that his blood began to slowly trickle down his back. Jeez! It hurt him at first. (laughs) Then he started to ignore the pain and focus on the pleasures. He began to hammer into her and pull out with great force his standing, huge, throbbing penis covered with mucus from Poppy's pussy. Uh, mucus? Oh, God, yes. Oh, my gosh. I guess it's technically mucus, but the term fluid is better. (laughs) Happy birthday, Mr. (laughs) President. Okay, I've got a short one to read real fast. To the two to three regulars, uh, because I can see your email addresses, and it's usually the same people. The two to three regulars that keep submitting fan fiction to us, thank you very much. Keep it up. Somebody linked to a Reddit post just called... Ants are attracted to come, and I can prove it. <laughs> I think I've heard that before. <laughs> oh. oh, no. 
I sit down at my desk and open my porn folder. I scroll through all the weak nonsense, such as hentai and lolly, until I get to my food furry toddler nugget porn. Oh. As one do. Somebody's into that, sure. <laughs> I start jerking it, and within two minutes, I was covered in my own seed. The speed at which I wanked made me incredibly tired, so I laid down and went to sleep, hoping to dream of My Little Pony and their tight pussies. Was this written by Bill O'Reilly? I suddenly wake up and am very itchy. I look down in horror to see hundreds of little ants crawling over me, eating the sweet, sweet semen. I don't know if semen is sweet. (laughs) Usually, like, unless, even if you eat a lot of, like, Pineapple, pineapple, pineapple everybody says like, pineapple. The feeling of their little feet walking all over me was enough to make me bust again. Okay. <laughs> this, this time, however, they noticed the source of the sweet nectar. No, don't. They began forming lines and burrowing themselves into my foreskin. Why would I, you oh. let them? <laughs> what? I arched my back and moaned loudly as they nibbled the head of my penis. Uh, <laughs> what? Thousands of tiny little Mitch McConnells gnawing at the foreskin. <laughs> gnawing at the foreskin. They began to go into my urethra and make little ant nests in the residue. (laughs) What? I was thrashing on my bed because I wanted to nut again, but I couldn't. My mom walks in to see this and she screams in horror. As soon as I turned my head to look, I busted the hottest, fattest nut I ever have. And explode. Explosion of ants rocket out of my penis and all over the floor. Sure. This is a bug's life free. <laughs> no! My mom runs out in terror I and I begin to finally clean up. Just the thought of what happened sent chills down my spine. I picked the few ants that were still alive and kept them in a jar. I couldn't wait to do it again. I don't think that's how it works. Mm. I... Again. David, I dare ask, could you please read Beavis and Butthead Meet Mrs. Brisby? Uh, sure, I guess. <laughs> I can only hope that it's like when we read that uh, Miss Frizzle gets crunk. <laughs> yeah. There's apparently a, uh, a sum- not a summary, but uh, lyrics by Primus Winona's Big Brown Beaver. Right. Primus, Tales from the Punchbowl, Interscope, 1995. Cool. All right. Beavis and Butthead meet Mrs. Brisby, but there's a comma after the Butthead part, which is grammatically incorrect. So it's more like it's Beavis and Butthead, comma, meet Mrs. Brisby. Like it's suggesting, go meet Mrs. Brisby. No innuendos here. Yes, more to come. Lyrics by Primus, when known as Big Brown Beaver, comma, Primus, comma, Tales for the Punchbowl, Interscope, 1995. Cool. And a little picture of Mr. Butthead and Mr. Beavis. They are using the Cornholio pose. Beautiful. Exotic. <laughs> the whole world will be singing, crooned Jeremy, the clumsy but good-hearted black crow to Mrs. Brisbane. Wait, that's, that's Dom DeLuise, so it's... The whole world will be singing. You can't, like, 
just do Dom DeLuise because he's he's one of a kind. God rest his soul. Throw out your hand and stick out your tush. <laughs> From Jeremy, the clumsy but good-hearted black crow, to Mrs. Brisby, who was trying... In ridiculous dismay to untangle the foolish bird from the red string. The day was winding down and Dragon was slinking up behind them. Do you see the cat? Asked Mrs. Brisby. Hey, Beavis, what are you watching? Asked Butthead, wearing an ACDC t-shirt and a greasy nest, a, a greasy t-shirt. An ACDC greasy t-shirt and a greasy nest of brown hair. Beavis picked his nose. I don't know, man. I think it's like a movie or something. No shit, cockknocker. What kind of movie? Heh eh. Uh, I, th- I think it's like, might be the secret of Nin Kampoop or something. Oh, cool. Heh eh. But had sat down on the old couch, smelling of nachos. I want some nachos. I want some nachos. Shut up, Butthead. You can't. You got blood work tomorrow. Oh, right, I can't. I actually, I'm on fasting glucose, so not only can I not eat, it's also no uppers, no downers, no inners, no adders, no amphetamines, no jelly beans. Why, they, th- they think you got the penis? <laughs> no, it's just for routine blood work. Ah, the penis. It's not the penis. Don't call it the penis. It's not a penis. It's a butthead. <laughs> Shut up, butthead. I think like the mouse and bird score here or something. <laughs> Cool. <laughs> yeah, well, that mouse chick is kind of hot. Or some. Wait, was, was this just s- someone's plan to get me to say that Mrs. Brisby is hot? Why did you want Dave to say that Mrs. Brisby is hot? Was this that long game that they were playing? <laughs> no, 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 Steve, no, no, don't laugh, Steve. No, no, I'm, I'm serious. Is this just someone's long game to get me to say that Mrs. Brisby is hot, even though she's a just straight up mouse? <laughs> Motherfucker, I am gonna end you if that's what happens. I'm gonna be so <laughs> mad. I don't remember what Mrs. Brisby looks like. She looks like a mouse. She looks like a mouse. She's a regular ass she mouse. Looks like a m- uh, Mrs. Brisby. Don't Google it. Don't Google it. It's just a mouse. <laughs> <laughs> she doesn't wear pants. She wears a cape. Mrs. Brisby is a straight up mouse, and I am not letting that go. Yeah, well, that mouse chick is kind of hot or something. Why does she want to mess with that bird, Butthead? He's like, stupid and stuff. Heh <laughs> heh. Butthead swiped at Beavis's scrambled egg head with his left hand, which came off with a total sharp twang of a bitch slap. Ow, Butthead, that hurt, you fart knocker. The two kicked up in a fire of dust as, on the screen, Dragon chased Mrs. Brisby and Jeremy through the river through the to the scene uh, through to the scene where Mrs. Brisby sat crying, Jeremy went to console his new friend. Eh, that was cool. Thanks, but well, you see, some weird mutants on the internet are sexually attracted to a straight-up mouse. I don't go into that. It's not cool. Heh eh heh. Sure thing, Beavis. Well, the chick is crying. Hey, butthead, what do you think NIM stands for? What, she got like a PS5 or something? Nobody's got a PS5. I have a PS5. <laughs> what, a, what a spot to break. Logan, you're up. I don't know. We haven't gotten that far yet in school. I'm nuts. 
I think, like, I read that it sounds for nuts in my hand. Yeah. The secret of nuts in my hand. Cool. <laughs> Butthead snickered, followed by Beavis. Yeah, that'd be cool. Do you think the mouse chick ever had nuts in her hand? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, rodents do eat nuts, so sure. <laughs> no way, Beavis. She couldn't fit half of one in her hand, much less two. Maybe she could fit yours in her hand, butt wipe. Hey, shut up! Beavis picked his nose again. Then Beavis thought, yeah, that'd be cool. Hey, she's a pretty <laughs> hot mouse. Butthead snickered. You're in love with a cartoon mouse. <laughs> Beavis blushed and got upset. <laughs> no, no, butthead, shut up. I just think I, I'd want to do her mouth or something. You know, heh. <laughs> Beavis found a flat, dry booger flake deep up in his left nostril and ate it like ate it with relish. Do tell me more about this, Logan. I don't think that. I think you do think it and that you're trying to pull a fast one on our fans where everybody knows that you think Mrs. Brisbane Oh, you is think hot. I signed up and made a Patreon for my own Patreon and did it just so that I could make one of us, usually me, talk about Mrs. Brubis B- Mrs. Brisby's Boobis being S-tier? Absolutely something you would do. Yeah. No, I, I know that's one of our fans. However, I do think you would do something like that. Uh, fine. You figured me out. You've seen my Mrs. Brisby Dakimagura in my closet. You're sick, dude. Come on, <laughs> we gotta go to Burger World. The two friends' eyes lit up and exclaimed together, Night Shaft! More to come. Winona had a big brown beaver, and she showed him off to all her friends. One day, you know that beaver tried to leave her, and she caged him up with Cyclone Fence. Along came Lou with the old baboon said, Recognize that smell? Smells like seven layers that beavers eat Stocko Bell. <laughs> Stocko Bell. That was a Primus song. <laughs> no, I was going to say that's news to me. Uh, next up is Sean, mm. who is going to be reading Aftermath Desolation Point by Cyberwolf Sergeant J. This is a Paw Patrol fan fiction. Oh, God. Oh, my God. <laughs> so are you just fucking making us watch or read stuff of, like, the shit you force your son to watch? Yes, I force my son to watch Beavis and Butthead every morning before he goes to daycare. Yeah, and, like, Secrets in Nim, and, uh... I will wait until he's, like, 12 to ask him if he wants to watch the movie, because it is fucked up. Yeah, that's why you show it to him when they're young, to fuck them <laughs> up. As a double feature with Watership Down. Yeah. No, stop it. Don't and do then, this. And then you show him Event Horizon. <laughs> <laughs> Summary, book one of the Aftermath series. 13 years after a nuclear war, Chase finds himself separated from his lover. But after 13 years, they finally find themselves going back to the ground where peace is non-existent. Many will not make it, but few will survive. This is an anthro- Oh boy, it's anthro. This is an anthro story, and yes, does contain gay pairings on hiatus. No, I'm just gonna imagine that it's the dogs and not anthro. <laughs> mm. It's funnier that way. Chapter 1, Aftermath, Desolation Point. It all started out as a normal day. The sun was shining, and there wasn't a cloud in sight. Nothing to suggest that nothing abnormal was going to happen. The group of teenage rescue workers were currently returning back to the lookout after a long and hard rescue that morning. What did they rescue? Paint me a picture. They found out that a kitten got stuck in a tree at the park, 
Yeah, the burned out tree that's just like a husk of itself. <laughs> sure, you can Todd McFarlane this up if you'd like. But like they go out there to rescue the cat just like they do on the fucking show. So they rescue cats in the show? They don't just eat them? <laughs> you have a dog. Does it eat the cats? Absolutely. Terrifying. Chisholm will fucking kill anything that moves. <laughs> he didn't kill me. He wanted me to pet him. Yeah, he likes humans. But he has <laughs> definitely confirmed killed rabbits before. <laughs> Wow. Impressive, Chisholm. Powerful dog. Go ahead, Sean. While the others entertained themselves with each other, a certain German shepherd strayed away from the group and into his bedroom. Dog meat. Yeah. (laughs) I mean, which one, though? There's like eight of them. Reader's choice. Upon entering his room, the shepherd noticed a card resting on the head of his bed. However, he didn't notice that a certain mixed breed, I don't like the way that's written out, yeah, 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 yeah. stood in the doorway, glancing over the shepherd's shoulder as he opened the card. The shepherd started reading the card. His welled up, his what welled up? It with tears. Like his eyes nah. welled up with tears. As he read the heartfelt words. Now, before you read those words, I need you to give me the most post-apocalyptic, grizzled, grungy voice you can. Well, happy birthday, my sweet pup. (laughs) (laughs) A voice angelically rang from behind the (laughs) shepherd. Biblical angels, I'm guessing. (laughs) Ears stiffening while he gave out a light gasp. After feeling a warmth come around his waist, the shepherd faced his head to his right and saw the mixed breed hugging him as he blushed. They look like little angels. Mm. (laughs) Thank you. How long have you been standing there? (laughs) You're welcome. You're welcome. You're welcome. A slightly surprised shepherd said while looking at the mix. A little wild chase. Replied Rocky. <laughs> Smoking Chase. 17 Marlboros. I smoke 17 at a time, one for each tooth. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, that's what happens when you smoke Marlboro Red so much. Yeah, that's from all the smoking. <laughs> <laughs> it's like that one scene from, if anybody remembers watching this, the Walter Matthau Dennis the Menace movie. Yeah. Yeah, I remember that. That's the one where he gets in the, the <laughs> train car and a hobo tries to kill him. Yeah. Oh, yeah, they knock out his tooth. Oh, where he had the chicklets. chicklets. Yeah. The biggest, hardest bubblegum you can buy off the shelf. Do they still make those things? I think so. Yeah. <laughs> Unfortunately. But anyways. Uh, Chase gave a gentle nudge on Rocky's furred hands as he swiveled around to face his lover. Uh, well, I'm glad you are here, Rocky. Today was an absolute bitch to deal with. <laughs> Dog puns. <laughs> I get it. All those damn traffic lights that decided to stop working, whined Chase. I'm always here, you know. Rocky said with a sly <laughs> yes, grin. Sean, every time I close my eyes, you're there, staring at me, haunting me. Under the bed. Legs akimbo. I'm gonna grab your feet, Steve. <laughs> wink, wink. Yes. Uh, Rocky said with a sly grin. Chase's heart fluttered as he felt Rocky's arms beginning uh, begin moving down his waist until reaching the bottom of his hips while infiltrating the seam of his shirt. <laughs> infiltrating! <laughs> yeah, that's we're going to go with that word. <laughs> the Goa would have breached Earth's perimeter. They're infiltrating. Ba, 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 ba. 
Uh, Chase gave a light moan. He felt Rocky's bare hands on his bare sides. Rawr. They're not hands. Pause. Unless they are. No, we're going with non-anthro, so they're paws. (laughs) Chase moved his right arm to the back of Rocky's neck. As the pair's foreheads gently collided with each other. (laughs) Two-minute penalty! (laughs) That's like how you get concussions. Put them in the box. Minor league hockey in Canada. Instead of a penalty box, they have a boo box. A boo box. (laughs) High-sticking... 30 seconds in the boo box. Hard checking. Two minutes in the boo box. No, it's always two minute minors. What do you get when you take your skate off and assault the goalie? You get what you fucking deserve. (laughs) (laughs) You get a movie called Happy Gilmore is what you get. (laughs) Yeah, I know, Echo. I know you'll always be here for me at the end of the day. Chase said and slowly moved his paw. There we go. It's a paw (laughs) down lower and reached Rocky's shorts. He slipped his paw into the back of Rocky's shorts and slowly started squeezing the mix's ass. Hold that for the Calvin Klein silhouette cologne bottle shot. A shiver went up Rocky's spine as their snouts began exploring each other's. Once their lips (laughs) gently glided over each other's, Rocky began to beckon Chase to enter. Mm, Rocky. While Chase began pressing his lips against the mixes, not capitalized this time, apparently, Chase slowly retreated his body onto his bed, where he had the mix rest on his lap while their tongues wrestled. Yeah. Yeah. Rocky began unzipping his vest while Chase furiously unbuckled his belt. How does a dog (laughs) take off its vest? How does a dog wear a vest? Does it wear it like this, or does it wear it like this? <laughs> does it wear it around its neck? <laughs> Unbuckled his belt while still maintaining the messy kiss. Rocky was about to gently slide the zipper down his mate's pants when they both heard knocking at the door. They broke apart soon after. <laughs> Crash. Who is it? Chase asked with a little waver in his voice. Look, it's Sky, and I don't want to know, but just get out here now. You have to see this. The next line, please deliver in the same grizzled, throaty thing, but add a, like, Western American twang to it. The secret accent of <laughs> David. <laughs> that sounds like a fucking cologne bottle, too. The secret accent <laughs> of David. Yeah. yeah. Mm. Now available at our store. It comes in kid sizes. Hey, perfect. It's just... <laughs> It's just him, like, putting water in his sniper hat and wringing it out into a bottle. No. Oh. oh, yeah. Mmm, washed last never ago. <laughs> Was that a fashion shutter or a leather shutter? Yes. I'll never tell. Rocky grunted, hoisting himself off Chase and re-zipping his green vest while Chase fixed himself as well. This had better be important. Come on, let's go, Echo. Put an echo on that. <laughs> Chase unlocked the door and held it open for Rocky. The couple met with the others in the main room, where they all stood in front of the TV. Those assholes, every single one of them standing in front of the TV. <laughs> What's going on? Asked an annoyed Rocky. I say, yeah, 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 yeah. There has been a mandatory evacuation order for everyone, Marshall said. Oh, no. 
There'll be more Paw Patrol aftermath after this commercial break. All right, next. Val, you're up. Okay. As you mentioned that, the door was immediately breached by several different colored fur wolves who wore... Steve, that's not a wolf, that's a klaxon. <laughs> a military uniform led by a German shepherd who wore the commander insignia. David, it was not capturing your audio. No! It's okay, you, you started recording when you said, though, right? No. <laughs> David! Why would you have... He told you to start recording! No, he didn't. Yes, I did. Yes, yes he no, did. No, he didn't. Yeah. All right, well, I'm recording now. Oh, my God. Half the episode? Nah, episode's canceled. Let's keep going. This is a special live episode. We'll put out a best of next week. We're going long tonight, then. I can't. I have work tomorrow. Uh, so do I. I have no desire to go long tonight because David forgot to record. I still want to keep going a little bit. I didn't say we had to stop. I just don't have a recording. That's the only problem. We could still go until our normal time. This is why we need fucking G-Arc. I'm only slutty for one woman, and that's my wife. <laughs> so, Dave, we'll go until whatever time you need to stop, and then some. How's that? I need to stop right now. No, you don't. <laughs> Damn it. <laughs> you <worth> shot. <laughs> I thought of a, a solution to our problem, and nobody will notice. As long as we get at least as much material now until the end of the episode, I'll just double it up. I think people will notice. <laughs> I'm not sure. We'll see how it sounds. All right, where were we? The shepherd had black and brown fur while carrying a soul-shattering pair of blue eyes. Okay. Yeah, it was, they're in his hand. My brain is mush right now. I do not remember how to do an Australian accent. It's okay. We wouldn't be able to tell it's any other accent besides your own. I know. <laughs> uh, yes, the square Canadian accent. Yes, that square Frenchie. <laughs> I'm Commander Zeno. We've been tasked to get you to the evacuation center as top priority personnel, said the shepherd who sported a light Australian accent. Zeno quickly checked his watch. Holy hell, I guess we have to skip introductions and get you all loaded up. Let's go now, move! Yes. Zeno shouted as they were herded into large transport truck that was escorted by two raps. M-raps. Raps? Raps. M-raps. Yes. Hurry up! I'm not sticking around for World War III, so get you CV asses moving. That seems derogatory. Dave. What's up? Military man, is calling civilians civvies derogatory? No. It's just shorthand for civilians. David. What? What's MRAP stand for? Massive rad ass package. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> we're talking about the pot patrol. Yeah, and they're talking about the massive rad ass package. <laughs> yeah. One of the wolves barked at this disembark from the truck. Surgeon Rex, do kindly refrain from that language. This rescue team is our highest priority. We have to make sure they get on the spaceship before the bombs go off. Zeno commanded. They quickly rushed through the train station, but was halted by a large crowd. Shit, not good, mates. <laughs> Why? Somebody in the Paw Patrol just said shit. Yeah. Yeah. Shit. Yeah, because you see, this is the real Paw Patrol. <laughs> this isn't like that fake kid shit. This is the Paw Patrol it's for real. the real dogs. The ones who've seen fucking war. Yeah, this is Aftermath. This is the DC gritty reboot. DWGS. Massive rad ass packages. Yeah. This is Showtime Presents. Massive rad ass packages? <laughs> no. Skinamax Presents Paw Patrol. Oh, no. 
That's not what I want. That's not what I'm paying for. Cancel my subscription. It's not worth the Red Shoe Diaries. No. Now, uh, if we can be real regarding the uh, subject of MRAPs, I have uh, no idea what it actually means. <laughs> that sounds like a part of the military that was, like, functional and did stuff, and I just kind of, like, sat at a desk. Uh, MRAPs are, I don't know, something from the army. It's initializations. It's initializations? I love that anime. <laughs> It's really good, right? Cars go zoom zoom. With all the cars in the Eurobeat. Yeah. Mine resistant, ambush protected. <laughs> it's mine and not mined, right? Yeah, mine as in like landmine. All right, because it would be really cool if it was mined. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, we would be into like xenonauts now. Give it like another 20 years and we'll have mined resistant. Nice. My sonic armor is through the roof. There's a bloody crowd in front of us. Rex, get these civilians to move out of our way. Zeno turned to face his sergeant. The gray wolf grinned as a low click was heard from his rifle. Several loud pops rang throughout the train station, lowering the crowd's rage. Must you guys use violence to get people to move? Chase asked the gray wolf. Rex just grunted in reply as they pushed their way to the front where there was a steady line of armed soldiers holding the crown from charging through the gate. Sir, you made it, a black female wolf with golden yellow eyes stated. Yeah, yeah, but we have to get a move on. I don't know about you, but I don't want to be here when the bombs go off, mates. Zeno said, slightly annoyed. So thoroughly Australian. Might. Yeah. <laughs> All right, here, civvies. Corporal Indigo here will get us through. Just follow her. Rex was cut off by something smashing into him from behind. By now, Chase was the last one through the gate when he turned and saw a yellow lab trying to break through the gate. I'm warning you, back away now. I'll deal with this, mate. I'm warning you. <laughs> Get your butt on the ship, Chase. I'll follow. Zeno turned to the yellow lab. Who are you, mate? We're not authorized to leave the area. I'm getting on that transport, the lab said as he lift a metallic object from his jacket. Gun, gun! Seal the fucking gates now! Gun, gun. Oh, 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 oh. Wait, 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 wait. Stop. It's not gun, gun as in a comma. It's gun, gun. Gun, gun. Did he eat the gun gun fruit? <laughs> no, it, it has a space well, in between. Gun gun. Right, not a dash, it's gun gun. Okay, gun gun. Wait, yeah. He's a race from the Star Wars? <laughs> the gun guns? Dello no. Felegates. Misa yeah. am sorry, Senate has to vote on no confidence for Chancellor Valorum. Misa pop a cap in your ass now. <laughs> Misa turn gun sideways, executioner style. <laughs> Come here, Leela. Feel the rug. It's real Valorum. Mm. <laughs> hey, I'm almost done. Hooray. Zeno sealed the gate before the lab could get through. Come on, we need to leave now. Bang. But where are Everest, Rocky, and Rubble? Chase asked, concerned. Bang. <laughs> Listen, the gun has a lot to say. Yeah. Zeno said, turning to the ship. Chase halted when loud pups were heard from the other side of the gate. He turned and saw Rocky amongst the crowd who were rapidly fleeing. No, Rocky, we have to get him. They're running over a bunch of bubble wrap. <laughs> Pushing past Zena while grabbing his rifle. I think that circles back around to me, and I only get like a quarter of a page, so I'll also do the next, I'll start the next one off. It's a third of a page. Okay, it's small enough. It's like half author's, two author's notes even. Zeno grabs Chase. We have no time! The bombs are going to go off in two minutes. We need to get the hell away from here as soon as possible, or we all die! Chris, Chris, I see what you're trying to do with this roll, but could you, like, tone it down just a tiny bit? You're scared the boom operator. <laughs> boom, boom operator! operator. <laughs> 
Chase was about to break free from Zeno's grasp when he felt the sharp object pierce the flesh on his neck before Chase passed out. Chase's knees buckled under him. He fell backwards into someone's arms, but amidst the chaos, he was able to see Rocky in the crowd holding a rifle. He noticed Rocky's mouth forming the words, I love you, now please go. Uh, Rocky. <laughs> Rocky. Mm. I got him, sir. Get him on board and to go. The image of Rocky kept appearing before Chase was finally lost into the abyss. Cyberwolf Sergeant J author's note. Hey guys, CW Sergeant J here, bringing you a brand new story called Desolation Point. This is a co-write with one of my friends, Skyfire119. <laughs> Hope you guys enjoyed this opening chapter to it. CW Sergeant J out. By the way, did you guys know it's Palentine's Day? No. <laughs> Dude, I knew it was Palentine's Day. My real Palentine is Chase. I looked at the calendar and said it was Palentine's Day, and it would be Branch's first Palentine's Day. Moving on, Skyfire 119, author's note. Hi, I am Sky and Fire, end of numbers 119. That fucking counts. Yeah. Yeah. It does, yeah. Numbres. <laughs> but for all the memes aside, this fic was partially inspired by the TV show, parentheses, the 100, parentheses, on the CW. That's quotations, not parentheses. Quotations, damn you, Sean. There's the parentheses. Yes. And I'm not selling out. Go watch it. It's a great show. Like, seriously, put down that Slurpee and watch the show. Slurpee? I don't have a Slurpee. I'm on fasting glucose. Wish I had a Slurpee. It's too cold for a Slurpee. It's never too cold for a Slurpee. We're in extreme cold temperature right now, so yeah, it's a little cold. That's only because you're not real. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, they just make shit up. It's not really that cold up in Canada. Yeah, they just sort of like, oh, we all agree it's it's cold up here. Brr, stay away from our free weed. They want to keep all the free weed for themselves? That's how we warm ourselves up. I'm on to them. <laughs> Next up is The Arrow Gets Horny by TF Sideblog. Oliver, queen of Arrow, accidentally encounters transformative substances after a raid on a villain's lair, turning him into a dumb, horny rhino jock. What? Hmm. Well, this is a lot of check marks for me. <laughs> <laughs> the darkened, silent arrow cave had been abuzz with activity only a few hours earlier as the team worked to inspect and track down the smugglers of alleged enchanted powder. Oliver certainly didn't believe in the magical properties the powder possessed, but he still didn't want it falling into the wrong hands. Relaxed and clad in a casual pair of black briefs and a black tank top. And black eyeliner and black hair color. <laughs> and white foundation. Black fishnets. Black stockings. Black My Chemical Romance. <laughs> MCR. Black Betty. <laughs> Bam -bam. Black Marilyn Mason. Black licorice. Blackened catfish. Or does black end not count? No, no, it has to. It, it has, has to, to be, be black. black. It's it zero, black. zero zero oh, oh. zero 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 on the hex scale. Yeah, Wolfie is right. Bible black. That's my favorite goth hentai. Is Bible black. <laughs> Watching Ethan Hawke in Black Hawk Down. Shopping on Black Friday. Ram a jam. <laughs> Oliver stood next to one of several metal drums housing the ivory dust. Metal scoop in hand, Oliver opened a clear plastic bag marked sample and scooped a handful or so out of the powder into the sack. Doing this cured his herpes. Ah. Uh. All right. <laughs> Finally, something good for Oliver Queen. 
He wasn't sure how much he needed to get for the lab, so he filled the bag to the top and went to zip it, only to realize he had overfilled it. Oliver sighed and gave the bag a firm squeeze, hoping to relieve some excess air. He is rewarded by a gust of white powder scattering across the black fabric of his tank and clouding his vision. Oh, his tank top. Okay, not the vehicle. He didn't have a tank. Okay. No, he didn't have an AMRAP. <laughs> yeah. The hero attempted to fan away the cloud only to lose grip of the bag and have it fall to the floor with a dull thud. The plume of flowery fog rockets upwards, getting into Oliver's nostrils and mouth, and as he starts to cough, white blanketing his briefs and streaking his chest, caking his exposed skin. He almost practically rolled in it. Uh, I'm not sure, like, any particulate substance can do that. Cocagna. That's the ending of Scarface. (laughs) (laughs) Squinting, Oliver purses his lips and puffs out some of the dust, smacking his chest to relive the fabric of the powder (laughs) that has somehow managed to absolutely cover him. He fans harder, stepping back as he wipes his forehead and eyes, clearly unenthused as he backs up and lets out a loud sneeze. Shit, it's everywhere. All he thinks to himself as he opens his eyes, only to find the bag landed upright and managed to coat him without touching the rest of the cave. That requires much effort. Talent. He shakes his head and bends down to grab the bag, figuring he'll take care of it another day as he puts it in one of the metal containers and seals it up. Shower number two, I guess. He groans aloud as he heads back to his locker room, annoyed as he outstretches his arms and scratches his shoulder blade. Believe it's you, Dave. All right. As Oliver makes his way to the bathroom, his nose begins to itch. He sniffles and bunches his nostrils before running his forearm against it. Figuring the powder managed to get inside, the dull ache intensifies as he grabs his nose, unsure of the sudden throbbing from within. This is almost poetic, but just like a little bit off. This is grocery store brand pickles versus any other major brand pickles. (laughs) Vlasic versus Kroger brand. It tastes the same, I assure you. (laughs) Or bruised himself as he rubs at the bridge. The pain spreads to the front of his mouth. His jaw becomes tight as his front teeth begin to expand. A loud crack being heard, groaning. Oliver hunches over the black countertop (laughs) and gazes into the mirror, focusing on the pops and snaps of his visage. Alouette. This must be this person's equivalent of Oni-chan, I fell in the dryer. Clearly, you have never read a single transformation fic at all in your entire life. Or I've seen art of it. No, I- Oni-chan, I fell in the transformation dust and I'm turning into a rhino. Oni-chan, my rhino DNA is expanding. Pretty much. <laughs> okay, so this is a thing. I'm new, be gentle. Oh, yeah, yeah. It's totally a thing. You really should have started with, like, a better transformation (laughs) fic. I know. But we're not, okay, we're not talking, like, werewolf transformation or, like... It's any transformation. Like, it's just human into animal. Yeah, that's all it is. So an animorph. Yeah. No, not quite. Not quite. Yes, but (laughs) not quite. Animorphs are different. (laughs) This is animorph, but it's cocaine. Cocaine animorph, yes. (laughs) Cocaine enemas? Uh, no. Please don't. No, thank you. Cocaine enemas. Sorry, <laughs> I'm just going. thinking about the. I'm thinking about the logistics of cocaine enemas. <laughs> Gritting his teeth, Oliver watches as his nostrils broaden, the tip starting to flatten as his chest grows tight in its tank top. His breath is short, but builds in effort. His lungs filling, but refusing to deflate. As his jaw and nose extends outward, his teeth clamped. 
Oliver's eyes widen as he sees his nose broaden again. This is the second time it's broadening. <laughs> broadening. <laughs> and on that very special day, his nose broadened two sizes. <laughs> his nostrils rounding out as his nose recedes into his growing snout. A bump breaking through the skin of his muzzle and rising outward, expanding at the base as it tapers to a dull point. Hold on a second. We need the hippie little snap snaps. Like the yeah, yeah. like slam poetry the beatnik oh okay yeah this is wwe present slam poetry <laughs> the only time i've ever seen slam poetry in like an actual practical setting talent show and i use that as a <laughs> very loose description yeah so there was a talent show at keesler air force base one night and they had some like local dj spinning background beats or whatever and one of the person's talents was this really like angsty teenager poetry <laughs> and then after it was done he started doing the snaps and nobody else did the snaps <laughs> i feel bad about that story because i don't know what happened to that girl but i think she got kicked out of the military at some point oh for bad poetry uh sure it's a court martialable offense that's like the werewolf slam poetry it was a level one vogon you're not allowed to do that here in the military ah back to the broadening of the nose for a third time the hero grips his new horn as the second smaller protrusion rips through his skin extending into the smaller thinner sister horn his eyes migrate up his skull his hair tickling their surface as they curve over, spanning outwards as the ivory skin tone spreads down his neck. The man's mind reels as his shoulders ripple outward, his triceps flourishing into bulbous rod shapes, his traps rising up to his neck as veins race over its surface. Oliver clenches his jaw, sputtering at his, as his singlet. He doesn't wear a singlet. He's not Andre the Giant. He's not strong mad. Yeah, he's not strong mad. So, like, who, who is this guy? I don't know. Why don't you tell him who he is? It's Oliver Queen, the Green Arrow. Yeah, the TV series. That's not... Oh, no. The, he's from <laughs> comics first. No, he's from the TV series. They describe the guy that's in the TV series. All right. Oliver cleanses his jaw, sputtering as his singlet. Not correct. Splinters at the back. Shoulders widening as his lean biceps begin to bubble and throb. His abdominal muscles convulse as the snowy pallor engulfs his body. Sinewy divots bunch beneath the tightening skin of his traps, his abs convulsing as their structure and strengthen. The transforming hero knocks his head against a hanging light and opens his eyes, realizing he's gained more than a foot of height, and drool starts to ooze from his wrinkled lips. Almost doing Vincent Price and that I should be having you wait while I put sideways slanty big font things like His taut pectorals barrel outward, <laughs> nipples darkening to a sleek silver as his pecs bloat, taking on a new thickness and forming rounded teardrop shapes. Okay, Logan, can you read about the nice rhino? A black protrusion snakes around his left <laughs> betraying Oliver's fear as it begins to pulse and extend. Protrusions. Pulse. Inching further down his toned thighs. Can you say thighs one more time? Thighs. Thighs. <laughs> forward as blood stunt suddenly rushes to his organ. 
sending it upwards with a jolt, the head poking from the waistband of his briefs and revealing its (laughs) new bright pink color. Sir, are you okay? You constantly sound like somebody's knocking the wind out of you mid-sentence. Penis. Blood bristles (laughs) sprout at the lips of his briefs, sprouting upwards across his abs and trailing up between his new cleavage. Fucking hell. (laughs) (laughs) Oliver bellows with a deeper voice as length pushes further from his waistband. So your Vincent Price is just Stewie Griffin. (laughs) His thighs inflating as new strength flows into them. Crevices highlighting the size and mass of the bowed shapes as they begin to push together. <laughs> no, like I'm not doing any more Windows outwards. 95 encoding. But what if you were to do some Windows 95, 95 encoding? Swelling the back of his briefs, jiggling slightly as the groove between his cheeks deepens. The groove is in the heart. No, no, uh, groove is in the girl. Oliver's cock slips further outwards as he takes the girthy length into his hands, feeling them ripple and change in unison. (laughs) His fingers enlarged as his shaft fattens. A small, wiry shape lengthens out of his tailbone, drooping down his ass as a tuft of blonde appears at the end. Logan, say thighs again. Thighs. <laughs> the clouds are out of his head as he strokes himself, thumbing the slit and smearing it with pre cum. That's what I'm buying you for your birthday this year a blue robe and a Zimmerman. As his head <laughs> begins to bob back and forth, his brain fogging, his stroke of his member bunches skin at the The end. smoke of his member? Each stroke of his member. <laughs> Bunch of skin at the end, his cock had morphing and becoming bulbous and slick as he gains a foreskin. Dazed, Oliver blinks several times and shakes his head as if wires were crossing and reconnecting deep in his brain. Sean, I need a blinking sound effect. Blink, blink, <laughs> blink, blink. Just see the blinking sound effect from uh, fucking Brack Show. Oh, that boom. Yeah. 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 Fuck, bro. Ollie's looking hot today. Yeah, bro. <laughs> I really like rhinoceri men. <laughs> An incredulous smile crosses the rhino's maw as he throws his arm over his head and takes a deep breath, inhaling the rough, warm musk of his sweaty pits and unveiling the moist dusting of blonde within. <laughs> he pushes his snout closer in and takes a lick, his cock jumping within his grip. Smells like man, fuck. I thought it was going to say smells like fuck, comma, man. Ollie squeezes the base of his cock, tugging his sack out over his briefs and letting his squirming testicles dangle. I'm really confused. (laughs) Next up, I believe, is Sean. Oh, fuck, I'm sexually turning into a Ferrari. Ah! (laughs) Wait, isn't that the only trans joke conservatives have? What? Yeah, I'm conf- the, the, like the jokes that go, I sexually identify as a car. Bruh. That 
It's not what I said at all. No, he said. I know it's not what you like, said. I'm transforming into a Ferrari normally, but it's sexual. Oh, okay. So you're into it. Yeah. You're like, oh, yeah. Spread my legs into tires, baby. Yeah. <laughs> legs akimbo again. Yeah. That's the Logan Jenkins story. <laughs> yeah. But in this story, he's sexually turning into Rhinox from Beast Wars. Dope. Dude, Logan, tell me you're going to do like a, a, a tour of America as Rhinox. Sure, let's do it. These nuts. <laughs> no. All right, cool. You have to be a rat trap, though. All right, dude. Uh, you don't how, understand how cool I am with that lot in life. Fuck yeah! And Sean's gonna be Dinobot. Wait, wait. Sean's Dinobot? No, no. Sean's not a Dinobot. Yeah, no, I'm like not. Sean's not Dino, no offense to Sean. Sean's Dinobot. You're rat trap. And no, no. I'm Silverbolt. No. You're at trap. Yes. You you I'm said fucking silver No, you said no, you were fine. You, were okay. you said you were no, okay. I changed my Logan, you don't I changed get to change, my mind. You don't get to change your mind. I do mind. get to change my mind. You don't get to change your mind. I don't get to change my mind. Okay, do it, I'm changing quick, my mind. Quick, 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 quick. All right. Here I go. I'm quitting. Oh, no. Ah. It'll just be like you didn't record the second half, too. <laughs> well, I'm back because I had Loki talking shit through the ether. <laughs> <sighs> Oh, right. I never reintroduced the show. Hi, this is Friday Night Fan Fiction. The nighttime sniffling, coughing, sneezing, egging, stuffy head fever, and we're all robot furries medicine. Steve, which Beast Wars are you? Steve is... Waspinator. Yeah, Steve's yeah, Waspinator. Steve is Waspinator. I was going to say he's the woman who's a, a spider, but Waspinator. Black arachnia? Black what? Arachnia? Yeah, you're black arachnia. Okay, which is the most useless but not evil one? Waspinator. Waspinator's not a good one. No, he's evil. Yeah, but he's still funny. Yeah, he, he's but, like one of the few cast members who stuck around the entire show. Yeah. Yeah, but Dave's already rat trapped, so you can't be rat trapped. No, I'm I'm Silverbolt. No, you're rat trapped. And I get no, to fuck Waspinator. No. I mean Steve. Because <laughs> he's black arachnia. What does that make me? It was a pterodactyl one that shrieked a lot. That was Pterosaur. Yeah, he's that's, awful that's and Val. died in the first season. This entire episode, David has been secretly rubbing Sakurai over my Lachaim picture like he was during the pre-show. <laughs> sorry I missed that, but it was really funny. I'm not sorry I missed that. No, nah, Logan, it was actually really funny. <laughs> Masahiro Sakurai said I have nice hair. His very nice hair. <laughs> uh, go ahead. Can we finish? Uh. No, we we have to make up for lost time. We're going till 10. I'm not going till no, 10. No, we're not. We are not fucking going till Wait. 10. I have work tomorrow. I am actually done after this fic is over. 10 my time or 10 your time? <laughs> after okay. this fic is over, we're done. If you want to go, that's fine. I intend to keep going. I already did my two reads. That's fine. You don't have to read anymore. You're no, finish. I'm not doing the Patreon. I will refuse to release the Patreon listing. Oh, no. How horrible. You can't hold the patrons hostage at that point. <laughs> this podcast is definitely on a government list now. Mm. The moment it gets released, unless I bleep that out, just like the Israel thing. You just kind of have to bleep it out again. But Israel is real. Or is it? Fuck yeah. The rhino looks at his sweaty pit. Uh-huh. The musty warm stench turning him on as he tastes his musky sweat. Musty, musty, musty. He pumps his cock harder, pre-cum bubbling from the tip and slicking his grip. Blah, 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 blah. Bubbling? Yeah, it's what happens. Like some air gets in your urethra. I've never had air get into my urethra. It's like a reverse queef. Oh, so a whistle. Clearly you've never jerked off good enough. Something about my toffee being good enough? What's the point of me being here if you're not even going to be able to hear me? <laughs> Who is talking? 
Logan is talking, a.k.a. Dinobot, a.k.a. AKA your Silverbolt. Rhinox. I am Silverbolt. Correct. Logan got lucky. He's also in the new Transformers show, so good job, Logan. Yeah, I'm Rhinox. <laughs> You're at Trap. Yeah, though Rhinox doesn't have his like big beefy voice in the new one. Aww. I'm Rhinox, so you're Rat Trap. Well, okay. Well, that's the weird thing. Like they g- they gave Rat Trap the Bronx Recon voice again, so they're like, "Hey, yeah, uh, not for nothing, there, big bat, but uh, I'm still yeah, yeah, yeah. from New York." Because you're Rat Trap. Yeah, I'm not Rat, Rat Trap. I'm Silverbolt. No. Silverbolt had a cameo in the show, so I can still say I'm in it. Nope. Yes, he did. You're Rat Trap. <laughs> He's Rat Trap. No, I'm not. I am Brush Fire and Silverbolt. Ah, you're Rat Trap. No, not shut up. I'm not Rat Trap. Shut up. Don't make me call the principal, boys. Steve, play back the clip of him saying, yeah, I'm happy. I'm totally fine with being Rat Trap. Yeah. I'm just going to pitch your voice down, Logan. Yeah, I'm happy. I'm totally fine with being Rat Trap. That's fine, too. That is pretty funny, honestly. (laughs) But Logan, Logan, listen. Silverbolt. There is no Silverbolt, Dave. Logan, name your price for me being Silverbolt. We made, Logan, we made I'm Silverbolt to make a, I'm making a deal with the devil here, okay. Logan. <laughs> All right, you can make a deal What's with your me. Price? What's your price? Are we end the, the show after this, uh, <laughs> this read? No, no, it has to be in front of God, man, and all that other crap. <laughs> yeah, we end the show. Oh, wait, so all we have to do is just end the show and then I can be Silverbolt? <laughs> no, no. have to end it after Sean finishes reading about this rhino jerking off. And licking his armpits. Yeah, bet. All right. It's not going to happen at this point. No, dude, bet. We're good. All right. I'm, I'm totally down with ending the show after Sean reads about rhinos jacking it. I told you. We All right, have- Sean, please anyway, continue. This is the last episode of Friday Night Fan no, Fiction. I'm not. Silverbolt. I'll catch y'all later. Your contract doesn't expire until May. <laughs> Man, I should have fucking like, made that my screen name instead of fucking Brushfire. <laughs> what? <laughs> my contract goes until May? Yeah, Silverbolt <laughs> dash my contract goes until May. <laughs> and then everybody will refuse to call me Silverbolt. They'll just call me Contract. <laughs> They'll call you Rat Trap. No, they won't. They don't even know who Rat Trap is. You. No, stop. Shut up. <laughs> Sean, read. But do I want to, though? <laughs> Sean's on our side. Yay. No, he's not. No, he's not reading, which means we're just in limbo. He's more neutral than anything else. So he's Switzerland. Yeah, I'm Switzerland. I imagine when he takes off his jacket and, you know, he's trying to get out of his snow pants at the end of the day, the Swiss Army knife spring breaks and just like seven different Sean's fan out. One wearing like a Hawaiian shirt, one wearing business casual. He's a Swiss Army Sean. Vote for a band name. Shallow Gravy. Yes or no? Yes. Yeah, sure. Gravy ladle. Shit. Well, that also implies that there is deep gravy, in which case, why are we not mining that shit? I mean, there's a deep purple, so... Yeah. Right, so deep gravy, our deep purple local cover band. Yeah, our album cover is just a really <laughs> disgusting doo-doo brown. <laughs> it's a copy of the original album, only covered in gravy. I mean, I'm okay with that. <laughs> it's transformative art. I poured gravy on an album. Frontman Steven Bortz, <laughs> Master Baser Logan Jenkins, and on rhythm guitar, Silverbolt, who's also Rat Trap. Silver Trap. You know you couldn't pay the MC introducing us enough to say Silverbolt. He would just say Rat Trap. Right, well, no, he would say Silverbolt, but then he would say, like, really snootily, everyone calls him Rat Trap. <laughs> and then, like, the screen would go black and white or, like, <laughs> negative color. 
The wasted screen? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's the wasted screen from GTA. Uh, where am I? Oh, Shallow Gravy was riding high. Until they weren't. <laughs> we are not a behind the music special. I swear to God, if you call me Rat Trap one more time, I'm going to bust a cap in you. I only call you that, Dave, because you look like Rat Trap. Head to toe, you look like a robotic mouse robot. I swear to God, Karen. Somewhere in the background, a tiny human is pouring gravy on an album. And that was the inspiration they needed to get their act together. <laughs> Shallow Gravy was once again riding high. <laughs> the- Please talk about <laughs> bubbling come again. They were riding high until the gravy boat caught on fire. Yeah, they were doing great. They were opening for bubbling cum. (laughs) Practically bucking until he falls forward onto the counter. Bucky? Bucky from that one fanfic about Dodge Caravan? Yes, exactly. Please let Sean read. (laughs) No, keep talking, David. No. Until he falls forward onto the counter and a fountain of thick seed gushes from his cock. Seed. Splattering across the counter as he snorts. Oh, yeah. That was a pretty good Rhinox, actually. That was a pretty good Rhinox. Yeah, thank you. That was a pretty good Vince McMahon in the chair gif. That was not at all. <laughs> yeah, Vince McMahon chair. Because Vince McMahon, when he's in the chair, he's like, ah, yeah. Ray That's Mysterio. Exa- <laughs> That's exactly what Sean did. And Ray Mysterio will wrestle on top of the grave of the Twin Towers. <laughs> Whoa. Did you ever see that bit on wrestling where Vince McMahon put Hulk Hogan in a lie detector and it was just that bit from The Simpsons? <laughs> Are you serious? Yeah, like they wholesale stole the whole bit. Are we talking about the bit where Homer blows up the lie detector or the bit where Moe slack? Yes. It's where oh. Homer blows up the lie detector. It's, it's a do you understand? Yes, bit. <laughs> Uh, please read (laughs) it's actually one of the best bits in television to let you know what era it was from it was when Hulk Hogan was Mr. America I'm so Mr. McMahon is like that's Hulk Hogan and he's like we don't care because it's Mr. America we don't care if it's Hulk Hogan I want to say I really love how it's David's subconscious is the one that's fighting back not him actively he won't let me be silver but what I have I only have this I don't even have to say anything. I just got to sit back and relax, and David keeps going over time himself. Silence is the perpetual comedy motion machine. Yeah. You just let it go quiet long enough, and David will scream out something. All right, uh, I'm going to need you to say, ah, yeah, again. Ah, yeah! (laughs) Did you do this for legal purposes, Logan? Maybe. My penis! (laughs) Good. Gentlemen! I'm 70 years old! Oh, egg. Where's my egg? <laughs> Vince McMahon is the only person in real life that can afford the prestige. It's next to the skull of all the wrestlers I've kicked out of my club. Like your son? Yes! <laughs> I sent him all packing! Ah, old bastard never saw it coming! <sighs> it would be really funny, though, if Shane McMahon showed up in AEW. <laughs> I want a timer. I want a double dare. What would you do style timer of how long it takes David to break down? All right. Uh, Let's start. (laughs) All right. Complete silence for everybody. Here comes the money. Here it comes. 
here comes money. Money, 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 money. Dollar, 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 dollar. Ching, ching, bling, bling, don't play us. I'm going to be very upset if this ends up being botched. I'm sure you can rescue this. I'm sure I can rescue it. Rescue Rangers. That's the karmic retribution for me telling all of the people, all 17 people in our regular voice chat that the joke was I was recording us, but without them for 20 minutes. It came back around, you know. It came right back around. (laughs) Yeah. Bling, bling. Got the cheddar. (laughs) Ollie bellows and unlatches from his cock. Did he just take it off or something? Yeah. That's a trait about rhinos. Did you not know that? No, I didn't. The detachable penis. They get real horny. Uh, You know, that sounds uh, like a Greek punishment in the afterlife. Like, you did something so bad in life. They de-latch your penis? No, no, no. They turn your penis into the shrine of the silver monkey puzzle. Shrine (laughs) of the silver monkey. And you could just never get it right in time. (laughs) And then they also make it so that you're a 12-year-old kid at midnight. (laughs) Wait, Logan is already a 12-year-old kid. No, wait, he's 13 now, so he's regressing from our year. He made it. He's 13. I'm 13. And now he's a man. Hey, look at Logan Man. Hey, look at Logan Man. His <laughs> penis grew three inches and he's Logan Man. So when are we going to throw my bar mitzvah? <laughs> we discussed this last week. Right now we can't afford it. I'm still putting Val through school. He has to put Val through school and also support my million video game a day habit. I'll tell you when I had enough. <laughs> the problem is, is he's really smart about it. He buys the games for me and knows that I'll have to gift them back. Yeah. See, that's how you win. You beat the system. Is that smart? Yes. <laughs> With me, it is. It's like Steve Oldua having to force himself to say no to the dogs when they look at him, like begging for food. Oh, yeah. Yeah. No, I, I can't do it. Not at all. Are you equating David to a dog? No. I am a silver bolt after all. He's the rat trap from no, Paw Patrol. No, I'm a silver bullet. <laughs> silver bullet! Rat trap, got it. God damn it. Sorry, honey. Those kids have five more minutes in the truck. You can't get in it just yet. <laughs> my truck! <laughs> oh, my truck. Did I have my truck? Sean, where even were you? Did you even make it to the end of the first paragraph? <laughs> no. No. my truck! Jesus Christ. <laughs> It's because then the shoe's on the other foot. Please fucking read. (laughs) (laughs) We still have Val to read after this as well, so. And I'm very easy to interrupt. Moving to grab the edges of the countertop as he begins to hump the cum-streaked granite, his seed still gushing from the head as he bucks against the cold surface, smacking it wetly against the counter. Ow! Whoa. I'm a silver bolt. I'm a silver bolt. But I'm a rat trap, bro. Ah, woo. Oh, man. Fuck, that was hot. Ooh. Talk to me more, voice of Rhinox from Rainmaker Studios. All it takes a few breaths and a couple more thrusts against the granite. Streets and globs of white painting the surface. Blorp. And seeping down into the sink drain. Mmm. <laughs> Gun show. He's going to turn into a husk at this rate. He's going to be so dehydrated, he's going to deflate. Rhinos aren't dehydratables. 
you'd think that, but he hasn't actually read that much, so... <laughs> yeah, don't you know rhinos store all of their cum in their horn? <laughs> what? <laughs> rhinos store all their cum in their horn. Oh, is that why they die when poachers cut their horns off? Yeah, they have no it's because left? they have no way to reproduce. It's, mm. it's where they store their cum. Very tragic. A very tragic tale of the rhino cum horn. Yeah. That's not the episode title. Yes, it is. Well, what is the episode title? Is it The World of Logan and His Rat Trap Friend? Cocaine Enema? That's good, but it's not great. Uh, okay. I mean, there's been a couple other contenders, but yeah. But most of them were erased in the recording. No, they weren't. They just never were recorded. There's a difference. Yeah. I don't know. I'm a big fan of Cum Street Granite. <laughs> Ooh, Cum Street Granite's great. That's my Bruce Hornsby all-male strippers band. <laughs> it's like, hey, man, you want to do like a pornographic version of Bruce Springsteen? <laughs> That's it. We'll be swinging and swaying with people playing and fucking in the streets. Sean, please tell me about the gun show. Mm. There's no such thing as positivity anymore. God is dead. No, Logan's still alive. I'm still right here. No, no, I said God is dead, not <laughs> God is with a capital G. <laughs> yeah. Oh. Uh, uh. <laughs> gun show. Ollie brings his arms upward into a flex, allowing his richly defined and thick biceps to ball up. I'm on amphetamines. No, no, this is all because I mentioned the Ace Ventura escaping the rhino scene from last week. Mmm, <laughs> Jim Carrey, that felt so good. Wa-cha-cha-cha-cha. He leans forward to admire the striations in his back, only to shrug. Fuck it. Ollie leans over and tugs his briefs down his thighs and kicks them off his feet, backing away from the counter as he takes in a full view of his body. Fucking swole, bro. Mmm. Ollie's pecs begin to twitch, bouncing up and down. The rhino smirks as he bounces his chest muscles, letting them dance as he admires his form. Need to get myself a piece of ass tonight. Fuck. Where's a rhino gotta go to get his dick wet? The bathroom. Uh, just go to your girlfriend, Black Canary, bro. Yeah. It's not hard. You just came in the sink. He's gotta get his dick wet, tur, in a vagimer. Oh, a vagimer. Mm. Yeah, you gotta be in the vagimer. Also, wait, did you mention Black Canary? Yes. Yeah. Just one more fucking sentence. One more fucking <laughs> sentence. <laughs> Logan's real upset by that. <laughs> I'm willing to stretch this out. Okay, fine. The rhino pats his abs <laughs> in love with himself as his semi-flaccid member begins to stiffen once more. Man, refractory period? If any of you need to leave now, that's fine. Val and Val needs to read again, so... Bye. Hmm? Logan oh. left. <laughs> Rip. Alright, next up is a slash pine romance by Farfalla. Isn't that a pasta? Yeah. Summary, A, you fluffy little thick with Kirk and Spock as woodpeckers. Accurate, what? ecological, and wild. What? I'll read again. A, you fluffy little thick with Kirk and Spock as woodpeckers. Accurate, ecological. Yeah, okay. <laughs> now we heard that. It's more of an incredulous <laughs> what? Yeah. <laughs> Accurate, ecological, and wildlife information provided in a fictional framework. And there really is a tree called Slash Pine. Smiley face. I mean, yeah, any Arbor Day enthusiast would know that. <laughs> yeah. Okay, go ahead, Val. Note, 
all biological slash ecological slash behavioral information in this story, even the two-take plan, is accurate as far as I know. SFRC rocks. A bunch of exclamation point and a very old style emoticon. Yeah, IRC style. Yeah. That's the transformer I am. I'm a modicon. <laughs> <laughs> Title a slash point romance by author Farfalla the Forestry Major. Okay. Oh, good on you. I hope you made a career out of this. Uh, contact Blueberry Snail at yahoo.com. Email them now. Email them now. Email them now. <laughs> Approve of this. Thank them for their forestry enthusiasm. <laughs> hey, listen, my name is ArborFan1211. <laughs> really great story about Captain Kirk and fucking Woodpecker Spock. Incidentally, I just got back from the Rainforest Cafe. Not the same thing I know, but trust me, yeah, the thought was there. <laughs> so, um, like series, blah, 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 pairing. Rating G for the love of God. I always thought Jesus would be a woodpecker. I always thought of Jesus as like a starling. <laughs> Like Jim Stephanie Sterling? No, no, Starling, yeah. not Sterling. Oh. I feel like Jesus would be a trans friend, though. Yes. Yeah. And he'd be like, hey, listen, Republicans, the fuck, dude? Totally. Yes. Archive. Yeah, sure, spread the love. But somebody tell me about it first. If it's someone other than the regular, ask him, folks. Oh, and ff.net. Oh, no, I'm not asking him. I know MRAP, though. Yeah, uh, massively repulsive ass patrol. <laughs> <laughs> Summary, a red cockaded woodpecker meets a pileated woodpecker and makes friends. Disclaimer, the entire Trek universe belongs to Paramount and will not suffer much from the poking and prodding of our curious collective imaginations. We mean our beloved characters no harm and think that quite possibly they enjoy the variety. I don't want to become a woodpecker. All right, well, Steve, guess what? No! A slash pine romance. To anyone who has ever studied forest management or natural resource conservation in North Florida area, a red-cocketed woodpecker is a well-known endangered species. They make their habitat in widely spaced, old-growth, long-leaf pine trees, which have yielded their former status as Florida's most populous pine to their cousin, Slash Pines. I don't live in Florida, but I have a friend who does, Tony, and I might visit him at some point. So, yeah, tell me all about this Florida stuff. Uh, I'm really keen on how you passed over your <laughs> other friend, Silverbolt, for that. Oh, you mean Doug and Michelle? Yeah, Doug and Michelle and uh, and Matt as well. Uh, <laughs> I love you, Hi. Dave. No, you don't. <laughs> oh, Hex moved out of Florida, so... <laughs> I'm going to send David a Valentine's Day card that says, you'll always be my silver boat. Bolt. <laughs> no, it's, no, silver boat would be funnier. Uh, he's not playing VR regatta with you right now. <laughs> Nobody plays VR regatta. You ram into things until you don't. Uh, to be fair, that is about all you can do in that game. <laughs> yeah. I'm going to mail him the Valentine's Day card that says, you'll always be my silver bolt. But I'll also cross out silver bolt and scrabble in rat trap. <laughs> David, what were you going to say? Nothing. <laughs> Are you mad at me? Yes. Oh. How many VR regattas will it take to make this better? I don't know. I have a lot of things on my wish list right now. <laughs> <laughs> And this circles around beautifully to earlier when David was explaining to Logan how he gets me front for his game addiction. Yeah. It was called Crick because that was the sound the eggshell made when he had hatched out. He grew up in the tree cavity his parents had hollowed out 
of a living pine tree. Crick species is the only type of woodpecker that can peck out holes in living trees because they can sense which trees have a certain type of mild heart rot that makes their wood not as impossible to burrow into. Crick had a brother, and both juvenile males stayed in their parents' nest for several seasons to help find food. Crick loved the trees of his home. They sprang up in tall and graceful columns scattered around a ground clover of bright green saw palmetto. It was a shame when Crick's habitat was invaded by the Forza Horizon Festival. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah. The sounds of wild V8s out in the wild. So many dead woodpeckers uh, with their dying breath. All they hear is the Microsoft Teams horn. Everybody praises the Forza Horizon series for its innovation and gameplay, but they never think about the environmental impact of it. <laughs> I mean, you get a thousand points for every lumberjack skill you do. Yeah. And that's what matters. Each point is assigned to one real world woodpecker that is strangled to death by Microsoft himself. Wow. Yes, Mr. Microsoft. Or sorry, Mr. Soft. Mr. Soft. Of his name, Micro. (laughs) Mr. Soft. (laughs) Okay, where was I? There was always enough food, even when their parents were raising a new broad. Or brood, whatever. But he had dreams of stretching his wings and seeing what else was out there. Gangrel? Yes. <laughs> Gangrel, Edge, and Christian. <laughs> beyond the edge of the flatwoods, birds that flew in from beyond the pines came bearing strange seeds or even the juicy, strange, exotic thing that was wild fruit. Branches from the hardwoods beyond that had been blown in by strong winds, winds, sprouted broad, flat leaves whose glossy softness and size served as strong contrast to the 15-inch-long prickly hard pine needles of Crick's home tree. Wow. That was a long sentence. Yeah. He knew there were other skies to fly under and strange creatures to encounter. When the father woodpecker died, their mother left the nest to find another mate. Crick left soon afterwards, leaving his old tree cavity home to his brother. The other woodpecker had already found a mate and was therefore in more need of the home. Crick was sad about leaving his brother and missed his parents, but felt thrilled that he finally had to go out and face the world. And with that, I'm done. So I have a PDF called Tag Team Takeover, Usurpation of Woodpecker Nests by Western Bluebirds. Huh. (laughs) Yeah, that's what I found as well. (laughs) The most highbrow WWE tag team (laughs) storyline. They're going to fight over the survival of our species. (laughs) Oh, egg. Uh, Go get an egg. Egg. Go, buddy, gooker. I'll read the next page. Animal instinct ensured that before venturing beyond the stand of longleaf pine, Crick needed to check every tree for suitability as a home site. But his adventurous... Like my house. (laughs) We have them here, too. Yeah, I know. They were at my house trying to burrow into it. While I was trying to fucking sleep on my day off, you cocksuckers. (laughs) I get one day off a week. Actually, yeah. No, you mean cockpeckers. Cockpeckers. Ah... But it is his adventurous spirit won the day. All the good trees were taken. Damn. No, just like in elementary school, when I tried to sign up for drums, and what they told me was I had no rhythm, but it's secretly because everybody else already got the drums. And you also had no rhythm. So Steve couldn't sing, I've got rhythm. (laughs) No, I couldn't. I was the only trumpet in an orchestra of 25 drum players. Your school band was basically Slipknot is what you're saying. Oh my god. Anyways, I want to read more about these woodpeckers. 
Crick had not found a mate yet, so that was another thing he had to look forward to in the great unknown. Sean, don't you dare. I wasn't going to say anything, <laughs> but you keep bringing it up, Steve-O. <laughs> Just like last week. <laughs> Fucking waspinator. <laughs> he spread his wings and flew through the familiar pines. All right, Snowbird. Stopping every now and again. Murray. <laughs> and again to peck some grubs out of a tree. He wasn't sure what the food situation was beyond the flatwoods, so it was important to bulk up. So that he could defend the tag team championship at the Royal Rumble. Oh, he's getting <laughs> gas to the gills, just like Davy Boy Smith. <laughs> when they put on a promo, all they do is peck on some wood in response to questions. Uh, today we're here with Macho Man Randy Savage and his tag team partner, the Woodpecker. What do you say about Hulk Hogan's challenge here at WrestleMania 3? I'm going to have to agree with my... <laughs> tag team partner on this one you see hulk hogan he took miss elizabeth and i gotta take him down tap 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 calm, calm down mr woodpecker calm down tap 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 here snap into a slim jim <laughs> tapping ceases softer tapping intensifies sorry i got distracted <laughs> Isn't that what usually happens? Uh, so it was important to bulk up. The land was lower in the Messick hardwoods, and pools of water were stagnating on the ground. He didn't recognize any of the trees ahead of him, and the feeling scared him a little, but mostly thrilled him. It was, after all, Palentine's Day. No. <laughs> Star-shaped sweet gum leaves waved hello to him. The su- What is this, fucking fern gully? No, it's no, Florida. No, it's Florida. <laughs> He's probably in the Everglades now. I actually really like that as an alternative like, pre-title to the VHS release of Fern Gully. At the top it says, what the fuck is this? And then Fern Gully. And then afterwards in small print it says, no, it's fucking Florida. I mean, there's plenty of Hexus stand-ins here. <laughs> yeah, there's still plenty of Tim Curry singing about the toxic love. Toxic love. He starts singing about Red Tide as well. I mean, this is a type of toxic love. Red Tide. Toxic milk. <laughs> they're not in Alabama. They're in Florida. No, that's Roll Tide. <laughs> oh. <laughs> the sun glinting through their leaves like a winking eye. A maple leaf drifted down through his flight path. It was the first brief time he had seen such a leaf. Brilliant red with streaks of orange. It was a leaf. He was a hockey man. <laughs> It was a leaf of fire. I read that as a leaf on fire. Ah. <laughs> also, yes. Is that a Eurobeat song? Maple leaf on fire? No, maple leaf parentheses on fire. It's a remix with the Canadian national anthem. <laughs> and night on fire. Free weed Canada. <laughs> Such a fire burned brightly in the red streaks of feathers across Crick's own head. He remembered and in his heart. He spent several days exploring the broadleaf trees and tasting new bugs, but he didn't meet any other woodpeckers. He was beginning to get lonely, and besides, it was time to find a companion. On the far side of the hardwoods was another pine flatwoods, but they were... Slash pines. <gasps> oh. Red cockaded woodpeckers... Woodpeckers? Mm, peppers? Peppers. <laughs> Give me that crushed red woodpecker, please. I need it on my pizza. <laughs> Red cockaded woodpeckers only like to live in longleaf pines, and Crick wasn't sure what to do next. 
These new trees looked as friendly as his old ones had been, but his instincts telling him they were somehow biologically unsuitable. Exactly what my second girlfriend told me. Ouch. Was she lesbian and didn't have a vagina? She ended up being, yes. Oh, okay. Well, that's fine. Oh, okay. Yeah. He discovered why when he tried to peck his way into one of them, Slash Pines didn't have the wood softening heart rot. Again, what my third girlfriend told me I had. Um. <laughs> that rendered Longleaf's easier to hollow out, and within seconds, Crix's head was pounding terribly. He felt very ill and fluttered around aimlessly for a little while until fate brought him to a dead tree with a large, comfortable cavity hollowed out of it. He collapsed into the hole and fell asleep. He awoke to the sound of somebody else pecking on the tree. Give me that soft, intense peck. Oh, yeah. Don't you know the cream always rises to the top? And also bugs. I really like bugs. The cream of the tree rises to the top? You heard me. You know what I'm about. That's what happens in spring. I would assume you know what you're talking about. Sap goes up when uh, spring shows up. Oh. Yes. To be able to grow leaves. It's the nutrients in trees that goes up, not, not down. Mmm, <laughs> maple whiskey. In a flash, he remembered floating dazedly into the hole, which he now realized belonged to another woodpecker. But it couldn't be a red-cocketed woodpecker, because they only make their homes in living longleafs. He still felt weak from banging his beak into the slash pine and dreading getting into a scrap with a strange bird. He was trying to figure out how he would get out of the hole without attracting attention when he noticed a pair of grubs flirping past him on the lip of the cavity. He quickly snatched them up in his beak and edged out of the hole carefully. I wonder if we're going to end up in another misery-style situation. You know, the woodpecker flying dazedly and then wakes up with a strange woman woodpecker who's taking care of him, constantly encouraging him to work on his book and not kill off the character. While snapping his legs like a tree. <laughs> Filled with that delicious maple cream. Mmm, yum. Mm, brother. That red maple cream coming out of your leg. <laughs> he could hear the other bird higher up the tree now on the side opposite him. Stretching his wings, which were also slightly tired after his long flight of exploration. I can read. He flew to the other side of the tree and approached the other bird. Pock tilted his head curiously at the arrival of the other bird. This newcomer had red streaks on his head like himself, but the feathers on top were flat, and his head was round and mostly black. Pock's own red crown feathers were dramatically sculpted into a point at the back of his head like a cardinal's, but he knew they were both woodpeckers, and that, at least, was something to go on. Pock had a scientific mind for a bird and liked to classify things. I think we're done for the night, are we? Yeah. yeah. Okay. Thank you very much to you guys for um, helping set me straight on a couple of things, especially in regards to Palentine's Day and woodpeckers. I'm Silverbolt. Okay, Rat Trap. Uh, Motherfucker. <laughs> Redbolt. <laughs> and thank you to our listeners, our fans, our loved ones, and also super thanks to all of our patrons, starting with the Smut Secretary's Attention Deficit Party Horse Bosku Discuss Nyan, Binary Rose, Pestilence, Santa Grimnar, Grass Dragon, William Shaprinsky, and a super duper special thanks to our genital guardians. And so it ends, not with a bang, not with a whimper, but with a rhino jack in it. <laughs>
A pimple. Is that what we call a rhino jacking it? Yes. It's like a murder of crows. It's a pimple of rhino. (laughs) (laughs) Angel Bane, chirpy, disambiguity, go play in traffic, stupendous man, the judge, the jury, and the exagutter, the men who stare at Goatsy, two-time, two-time world heavyweight champion, thunder god, Matthew J., and flesh, Ducky Makara. (laughs) You... Well, at least it's mis- not Mrs. Brisby's boobus. <laughs> a super duper ultra mega Mrs. Boob. Mi- I keep saying Mrs. Boobus. Mrs. Boobus. <laughs> That's what I call my wife. <laughs> She's a tit mouse. <laughs> Whatever they said, sized thank you to our bulgay beneficiaries Advent Dawn, Cranky Pants Become Bucket, Evan Baumel, Terez, Titus Canned Laugh. Wave, Wage. <laughs> Candy file Carlson put that sexy milf Mrs. Brisby seducing Beavis to traumatize the Paw Patrol in Stevo's butt, you cowards. <laughs> and Stevo's Pavlovian response, this joke and Mrs. Brisby's Valentine's Day boobus are S tier. God damn it. Wow, we got two of them. Me. Oh man. Is it always this fun being an anthro? Yeah, that's why I am one. <laughs> So what's your Sona, man? Yeah, what is your government-issued persona? 